Hi, and welcome back to the podcast Wreckers. We are back. We are a podcast, and we're here to wreck it. Also, I'm Adam Aragon. Pleasure to meet you. I'd like to introduce our other host today. Go ahead. Hey, everybody. Hey, 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 you. Hey, 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 you there. Come hey, here. guy. Hey, guy hey, stuck in the escalator. Hey. Uh, my name is Stephen <laughs> Thomas. Uh, I am free and unfettered. Stuck in the escalator. Sorry, that's what I just you look like. That. Yeah, I can't move. The escalator's not moving. It's just steps now. I wasn't prepared for this. <laughs> Do I go up or down? Which way was I going? I don't know. I was letting the escalator just stop. I'm sorry. I'm Matt Lufson. Steak. I'm not stuck in an escalator. Although my performance was pretty convincing, I have to admit, and I'm sure you will too. Um, I was concerned. I don't know I why I'm alive. I don't know why I'm here. I don't know why I'm doing this. I don't know why I'm not letting Joe introduce himself. Yeah, I know. So I thought I found a space right there. Man, yep. I, there's never a space with me, Joe. Go ahead and <laughs> when you're ready, uh, after I've finished speaking, go ahead and continue oh, oh, to introduce yourself. Okay. I'm done. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Joe Curl, also Johnny Chaotic and Gentleman. As far as temperature goes, this room is hot. All right. We have, a, we have a hot rating for Joe's room today. That's an important thing we like to check in every episode. We usually <laughs> fluctuate. Fluctu it stings. For anyone wondering the scale, it's it's warm, then hot, then angry, mm. and so it's generally sometimes where all we, three. Yeah, <laughs> sometimes it changes during the show. We're looking yeah. towards angry, fellas. Mm -hmm. Anyway, <laughs> for those of you that don't know, we are the podcast wreckers. We're here to talk about inane things. And uh, we also do some improv, which, by the way, I've had a request to do more improv on the show. Um, why? But, From who? But, but My we request won't. is why? Why would you want that? <laughs> We're going to do just as much as we normally do. But I just wanted to let you know the request was there and we ignored it. Um, Appreciate right. the request, Coulter. Thank you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Our number one fan has some feedback. One. It's really easy to be a number one fan when there's only one person on the list. Yeah. Shout, shout out to our only one fan. First and only number one fan. He's been with us since the beginning, since our early days. He's always yeah. been there supporting, watching, re-watching even. He said, Judging. I don't believe him, but... Yeah. Um, and never has anyone else ever joined in on the conversation about <laughs> us, but, but Coulter comes up to us and tells us he's seen what we've made, and it makes us feel... Like, we should keep doing it for some reason. Just him. He's just such a guy. Um, he's such guy. a guy. Yeah. He's such a good <laughs> guy. I guess you could say he's, he's a good guy. He's I don't a guy. know that well. All right. Let's play our first improv game. Um, this this is just kind of a like a scenes from a hat style thing where basically I'll give you a, a scene or a setup and then uh, you can act it out. If we have more than one take on it, go for it. Uh -huh. You are a church group leader. Preaching the virtues of staying virginal while hiding that you're masturbating. All right, everybody. Uh, <laughs> thanks for showing up today. I know it's early to get started with the uh, Pray That Everything Sinful Away camp, but I just want to let you know you're, by being here, God loves you. Uh, automatically, you've got, you've got uh, a place upstairs. Anyways. Um, oh, sorry. I keep rocking this podium. Uh, so... <laughs> Um, I wanted to let us know what, uh, let's go ahead and go over the itinerary today. So first we've got Jesus's beard, Jesus's beard onto our macaroni ducks that we made yesterday. I'm so glad that and Jesus right. loves me. Jesus, Jesus loves me. Okay. Buzz. All right. As he blows um, the podium away, <laughs> um, it, I, I, it just bursts I, into <laughs> shards. Onto the just, I just want to. Well. It would take like it would take a lot of extras and maybe a hundred thousand dollars, but I'd like to see just the shot, the reverse shot after that of just people covered. Just like, two hundred pounds of two hundred pounds chips. of Elmer's glue fired yeah. out of his CO two can. Entire Christian camp covered in Elmer's glue and wood yeah. chips. Some guy's got a giant like. A noodle Jesus, and he's like <laughs> screaming, "Yeah!" 
<laughs> I can see his face in the cum. Sorry. Yes. <laughs> Today is a holy day. It's so day. beautiful. I want to see the dude walk away all tired. <laughs> well, <sighs> power of Christ compels me to uh, drink take a bit a of water, eat a banana, probably take oh, a nap. Oh, oh bless me. Oh, bless me. All right, we could just do this all day. Gotta tell you, Ow. <laughs> right, I'm going I'm to continue my my habit here of just assigning these. So I'll give this one to Stephen. Stephen, you are the guy on the light, uh, the guy on the lifeboat who has terrible ideas on how to survive. So, uh, you know, all I'm saying is that if we tie all of our clothes together, so we all get naked. We tie all of our clothes together into one big rope. Hear me out. Then we tie that one end to somebody's ankle. We let that person swim out to see if they can find land, but they won't get lost because they'll have the rope. They can come back. Well, do you have another no. idea? Just no, another I... idea? Some okay, other okay. idea That's than that fine. one? That's fine. That's fine. Okay. So, so what if we build a fire? Oh, in the boat? <laughs> okay. Sorry. Got it. I appreciate, I appreciate feedback. I welcome it. I really do. Okay. Uh, Okay, so next idea, next idea, next idea. So, so, Feel so. Feel free to chime in anyone else with ideas on First how we can survive. Gentlemen, we are surrounded by water. Look at all this water to drink. <laughs> mm, it's a little salty. Mm. Mm. But that oh. never hurt nobody. Mm. Oh. <laughs> all right, so I found a bunch of sandwiches. I went ahead and tied them all together into a spare raft in case anything happens to this raft. Unfortunately, they were eaten immediately by fish. And now we are surrounded by string and lunch meat. I am sorry. All right, that's good Adam, enough. Adam, I yeah. want you to do now, uh, since you made me do it, I want you to do the same thing I did, only an evangelical uh, preacher like uh, oh, yeah. Jim and Tammy right. Faye. Um, and, and who knows what's going on down there with who, how about that? You can go ahead and make that interpretation yourself. What do you, what do you mean? Who knows what's going on? It doesn't have like, there's no specific, you, you, you guess what's going on down below the, the podium. Ladies and gentlemen, I want you all to hear the voice of God today. And I want you to know that while I stand here behind this podium, thinking beautiful thoughts about the Lord. Oh, less teeth on about the Lord. Uh, <laughs> that all of you are special to me. Very special. Very special to me. And I, I think that all of you should have a turn around, a, a, a chance to uh, touch <laughs> the Lord with me. You know? And uh, if you reach out and you, you grab God's hand, sometimes God, he grabs you back. And sometimes uh, you gotta need that hand just need it you know right in between the 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 you know right the, the squishy parts you gotta give it a little twist and maybe a flick you gotta give it a flick god's hand sometimes the lord puts his thumb on your prostate and moves it in a circular motion <laughs> oh sometimes the lord's tongue is sharp today it is slippery and it is all over the place hallelujah all right now uh, this one's this next Grab one is the Lord by the scalp pan. <laughs> oh, um, this is uh, in court. The complex legal argument for why you should be able to piss in public. All right. The bladder, um, as we all know from uh, Liar Liar, um, can be damaged. Uh, it, was, uh, it was explained in a court of law by the judge played by. Does anyone know who played the judge in Liar Liar? That I'm sorry. Guy from Herman's head. Yes, thank you. Yes, and uh, Wing Commander three, and um, I think that was it. That was his list of credits. But Herman's head, he did. Are, are you Herman's citing legal was... precedent from a Jim Carrey movie? Uh, I don't understand what your what your problem. Ladies it's, and it's, gentlemen it's a, of the jury, we are all animals, and I do not understand why this is a jury trial. I'm simply <laughs> trying to get it. So that I can take a piss on a building and not be messed with. Come on, who's with me? Now, this is, this is due to the excessive number of convictions. If I were, say, <laughs> hypothetically, I were at a playground, right? And I have to go, and there are people in the stalls, or the stalls are out of order. If I'm not facing the children, 
I mean, if my back is to the jungle gym, right, and there are no mm. children within a 180-degree view of my penis, I just think that that would be in nature. Most, uh, most animals would agree that that is perfectly acceptable behavior in society. All right. That's five years in jail. All right. Next up. I'd like to go for 10. Nick pulls down his <laughs> pants and starts ah, peeing on a child. I live as I breathe. Um, <laughs> it's, I called, to... it's called pee shield. <laughs> you try and lower your sentence so that you can do more on top of it. <laughs> All right. Down to two years. Now to have some fun. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to pee outside the prison. I'm going to pee inside. You just be on the whole jury, the judge. So bailiff. let me just get this straight. I want to write this down. So if I pee this many times, it equals oh, how this many, many people? <laughs> yeah. How many do I get to work with? <laughs> how many have to be consensual? <laughs> oh my uh all right so uh one last one here again throw any ideas out as you have them this is kind of a wild card fortune cookies that seem to know too much watch out for that car <laughs> what uh <laughs> you will find new love after finding your wife cheating on you oh it's it's not working out <laughs> they're under the bed go go look right now I'll fucking look <laughs> Prove it. Let's see, this this is not a normal itch. See a doctor, seriously, seriously. Talk to your son about oxycodone. Well, Tim seems so relaxed lately. I don't know. I don't think he has a problem. <laughs> you He's been are... laying in bed for three days, not breathing. Um, you are attracted to them because it does feel right. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, cookie. <laughs> you can't pray it away. You can't pray it. <laughs> <laughs> Just one after another, can't pray it away. Can't pray it away. <laughs> I grabbed Every... these from different stores. How can they all be this? You are what you are. No! You see the guy's son, he works in the kitchen, and he's slipping little pieces of paper <laughs> into the fortune cookies. Ah, finally my revenge. All right, well, that was our improv piece. Uh, thank you all for chiming in, being funny, or whatever it is you did. Or we're sorry. You know, <laughs> I don't know what I did. objective. You know, I made apologies. Maybe. And uh, yeah. Cover the whole gauntlet after every joke. All right. Great <laughs> job. And I'm really sorry. Yeah. Thank you. I, loved it. Sorry. My if bad. You're, if you're still watching and you didn't enjoy that, like, I'm not telling you you need to keep watching. Like, if yeah. you keep watching, no. I don't want you to hurt yourself. I don't no, want no you to No one's making you be here. Yeah. Please stop. For <laughs> my sake, for you your want. sake. Yeah, yeah. sorry, no, you, that was a little too in. funny. Let me explain it down a little bit so that we're all <laughs> back to the agreeable sadness that we've all agreed upon. Well, I mean, right. if you're not laughing, you just don't get it. You know, um, you're not, you know. Yeah. The Rick and Morty rule. Uh -oh. If you don't yeah. like it, you're, you're just done. not smart enough. Yeah. All right. Um, so I had some notes here, I think, from your previous from, from a previous agenda here. I think this might have been from Steven. But someone just wrote down under the under the movie suggestions 1988's Vibes starring Jeff Goldblum and Cindy Lauper. No. Great movie. HBO I, I never, I never uh, summer heard classic. Of this. No, oh, I've man. seen yeah. So lay, lay it out for me. It was one of those movies that was on HBO back when I was like 14. You'd have movies that would go on HBO for like the whole summer where it just seemed like anytime you turned it on, up, yep, there's fucking Goonies again mm -hmm. or there's Princess Bride. Because there was only 12 uh, movies back then. Well, mm -hmm. not, not all of us had the money for HBO, Stephen. Some of us just had to look for a side boob on USA <laughs> up all night, and that's the best we had. <laughs> so Tell us about what I remember. This movie vibes that every rich kid was able to access on their HBO whenever they we wanted. We had a black box, okay? You had to rub a little copper strip with a penny to make it work, but it worked. <laughs> Back in my day, you had to rub a copper strip with a penny to get your movies. <laughs> no, seriously. We had, fucking, we had an old black box that, or it wasn't a black box, I'm sorry. It was the original, one of the original old cable boxes, and a mm -hmm. buddy of my brother's. Uh, figured out the hack to it and so uh -huh. we had a loose cover on it and you could take the cover off and you could take a penny and go like on this little copper strip and uh -huh. then it'd be like it's on it's on yeah wow <laughs> that was awesome um but yeah like hey, tell me about vibes vibes stars jeff goldblum and cindy lopper and why it is shot it, was, was cindy lopper ever in anything else as an actress well not after vibes <laughs> gosh that's a good question 
uh, and it was, was shot mostly just want to have fun and mostly on location in Peru because uh, it's set in Machu Picchu and uh, I think it's if memory serves both Jeff Goldblum and Cindy Lauffer are like spiritual mediums and they get contracted out to help this archaeologist guy who I can't remember if it was forgive me for not remembering his name but the guy who played uh, Columbo I can't remember if it was Peter Falk. Yeah, I can't can't remember if it was Peter Falk who played the archaeologist who I think contracted them out to take them to Machu Picchu because they were like spiritual mediums who would help him discover a treasure or some shit. Yeah, that's right. Uh, It's all coming back now. It was really, it was like a goofy, campy, late 80s comedy. Uh, it had a lot of goofy uh, romantic tension between Goldblum and and and, and Cindy Lauper that the both of them just made as awkward as possible, but uh-huh. like in a pretty endearing way. Um, like, I don't know, I just, I always really loved that movie because everybody in it just seemed to be trying their best and having an honestly good time. And like, but it wasn't like, the greatest story or anything but it was also like left field uh, all right. the time i was always i was always attracted to like okay uh, you know like joe versus the volcano and shit like you know oh, i was yeah. like good thank you thank you yeah. like get me off the fucking beaten path with just some mm-hmm. crazy premise that's yeah do fine. something new it sucks. something new yeah. every 10 minutes yeah so um but what, my, do you, what do you recall from it my my memories of renting it as a probably 10 or 12 year old was just I, I rented it multiple times just because I would pick up the box and go like, I forget if this is any good. And then I would sit <laughs> and watch it because <laughs> oh, the box was very like it, it animated. It looked very fun. It looked cartoony or whatever. And then I'd yeah. watch it. And for whatever reason, maybe it was just too adult, some of the humor. And I don't mean adult like it was sexual or anything. It was just uh, and it wasn't even clever. I just remember no, not finding it, was a lot it of funny. Like- East Coast sarcasm kind of humor. Yeah, maybe just it went like, over my oh, head. But just getting tired. Yeah. I was expecting more. So, like, I also used to rent with that um, uh, Second Sight Detective Agency with John yeah. Larroquette and, 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 and oh, Pierce, just, not Pierce, Pierce Brosnan. Uh, no, no, uh, um, the guy, the Bal- guy from Perfect Bal- Strangers. From yeah, Perfect Strangers. Uh, uh, <laughs> Bronson, also Brunson Pierce. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And yeah, I, none of that I, none. I recently, yeah, <laughs> I recently movie. like looked up Rotten Tomatoes reviews as like zero percent for that movie, but I I, I really? watched it all the time. But I always thought that was funny, where vibes was not funny to me. In you know, I guess it wasn't wacky. It looked wackier on the box than it was when I'd watch it as a kid. Yeah, I think Mad you're House right. with Kirstie Alley and John Larroquette, also in a movie with a very crazy '80s design box. And you when when you watch that movie as a kid. The movie is very all over the place, crazy, wacky, comedic, and like cat sniffs cocaine and then runs in 20 circles and dies. And then it comes, keeps like coming back. Like that was a fun gag. Um, yeah. They keep thinking it's dead and burying it. And then it comes back the next day and then it kills itself another crazy way. Um, <laughs> but it's like, I kept expecting, I'd go like, oh, vibes. I forget this movie. Maybe it's good. I'll watch it again. And every time it would be like, this is not what I was promised by the box cover art. Yeah. But, yeah. I think. It also had, it was attempting to uh, latch on to kind of Indiana Jones-ish adventure theme. It was trying to be a couple different themes, but it was Romancing like, the stone. it a week. Yeah, a little more like that. Thank you. Actually, mm-hmm. yes, yes. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, that makes a lot more sense. I think they were probably just modeling themselves after that. There was a John Candy movie. I'm trying to find it. It wasn't like Uncle oh, the Volunteers with Tom Hanks and John volunteers. Candy. Yeah, the where volunteers. they go. They're in the and, uh, and Rita Wilson too. Tom yeah, Hanks' future wife was like the Peace girl Corps. in that movie. Yeah. They're in the Peace Corps and they right. go to what Vietnam or mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, I don't think I ever saw that either. Yeah, I, I, I feel like I, there's a big hole in my eighties movie knowledge. I watched it like in the past two, three years, just because I was like, oh, I was on a Tom Hanks kick and I was like, John Candy and Tom Hanks in a movie and I've never seen it. And Rita Wilson. I like her. And I was like, maybe I could see the starting of Tom Hanks and Rita Wilson's romance because I don't think they were even dating before that movie. So he was married to someone else, I think. But um, not very good. I remember going like this isn't Tom Hanks isn't like he's no Bill Murray, you know, when it comes to like doing kind of a wacky comedy and at some point like i seem to remember it has like fake subtitles for like fake vietnamese it like gets all wacky like almost the name of that again sucker brothers volunteers Um, volunteers Volunteers. 
it skips between like taking itself seriously and going like super wacky like the tone is all over the place and it's mostly boring that's my review of the volunteers (laughs) you know what i always think of when i hear about this movie too because i think i've mentioned a few times uh growing up in la there was a channel ktla channel five they would always put on like movies for a saturday afternoon or sunday Mm -hmm. was that also an expensive service your parents owned So anyway, uh, brag, humble brag after humble brag. We li- listened to it in the Porsche as we drove diamond it's driveway. Porsche's just trying to tell a fucking it's not story. My fault. Stevens like it's not my fault you were all born so poor. <laughs> and I asked to be bought to be. I, ironically, he's talking no. about public access TV. I'm I sorry, Stephen. So I could relate What would, to what would Gwyneth man. do in this situation? <laughs> what would Gwyneth do? As you clutch your crystal. Would it save me? Would it give me the strength? Mm. Okay. Yes, you're right. They all have substandard diets. She says says to soak your balls in vinegar. And clutch your vagina stone. Yeah. Keep saying, I rule, I rule. Uh, Fucking. So, yeah, Volunteers uh, was one of those. Um, And also, do you guys ever remember a movie from the 80s called losing it with tom cruise all about losing your virginity oh, in yeah. mexico it sounds young. familiar but i can't think of it it was the weirdest effing comedy that used oh, to like come 50s, on all the like, time screwball yeah. 50s even though it was made in the 80s like uh, well, one of those the 80s was in love with the 50s oh I'm yeah. Telling yeah. You. yeah nostalgia was just huge like in the 80s so speaking speaking of movies, I I recently saw one that I was very late to the party for, but um, obviously trying to avoid spoilers because like the whole point of this movie is if it's not spoiled, it's great. Um, has it's called everyone... Birth of a Nation. <laughs> it seems like a real earnest film. George um... Walker Bush's favorite movie. He's quoted as saying that. No, no. I'm has, pretty sure it's a documentary. It was really well done. I, again, I'm very, ago, I'm very, I'm very late. I'm very late to the party, but has everyone here seen Barbarian? Oh, yeah. Yes. God, dude, I told, you, I've been telling you yeah, to watch yeah, it yeah, since you it came did, out. You did. And you're like, I, finally, I don't know I fi- if I feel like I a finally, horror I, movie. I did. I finally felt like a horror movie. <laughs> I, I did. I watched that alone. That's exactly what he sounds like. I watched, dude, yeah. that, I watched that alone in the dark mm, by good. myself. Yes. With no idea what, what it was about. With right? no Hopefully, idea what good. it's about. No concept That's whatsoever. Other than there was an Airbnb. Yeah. And and what I suspected it was for the first like half an hour. It, I love it was that not. circumvention. Like when a trailer circumvents what the actual movie is going to contain, and you're like, oh, I I know what this is going to be, but it looks like it'll be good. And then it's like, no, nah, it's not about that. That's the first ten minutes. <laughs> we just <showed laughs> yeah, the and it goes. Here's wait. a real movie. <laughs> so has anyone here not seen it? I haven't seen it. I don't <laughs> want it spoiled because okay. it looks Spoilers. awesome. But I do it's have so a hard. question about it. Uh, because I haven't seen Justin Long do anything satisfying since, since. Galaxy Quest. He's he's pretty uh, good for what oh, role right. he's trying to play. Thank God, because I really liked that guy back in the day. And then something happened where like he was getting no parts, and then the parts that he did get, I was like, ugh. Joe, uh, is there is there a movie or show you've seen lately that's caught your interest or got you fired up or disappointed or semi hard? What gives you a happy? (laughs) Where where do we fall on the chub spectrum of movies? What Uh, gives you a bored Saturday afternoon? All right, fine. (laughs) (laughs) I'll watch Kim Cattrall and Mannequin one more time. (laughs) You could have just stopped at Kim Cattrall. That was amazing. Uh, I haven't seen Barbie. Apparently that's really good. I've been wanting to see it since it came out. Yeah. Uh, I saw that at the drive-in theater, um, which is fun. Uh, nice. but, but yeah, no, it was solid. Um, I, I will say, like, I was with uh, my, I was with my wife and her friend, and they're obviously like they're both female, and they were much, much more deeply impacted by it, like, and and understandably so. Like, it's very like women-centric messaging and i can't relate to or empathize with women so i don't know what they were i was gonna say despite the fact that it's very women-centric and despite the fact that it speaks very loudly and clearly to women um i still really enjoyed it and uh thought it was very well done did you wear a picture enjoyed it because it wasn't meant for men (laughs) did you wear a picture i'm not playing i'm not playing your dangerous political spin game (laughs) well yeah a lot of people like hate it on principle because it is just so steeped in femininity and you know 
that has a giant pink palette. Um, and, and, you know, I don't know. I actually pointed out when we watched the movie, I said, you know, when I was a kid, I had three sisters. Um, so they outnumbered me by far. So I had more Nancy Drew books than I did Hardy Boys. And we had more Barbies than I had G.I. Joes. So often G.I. Joe had to recruit Barbie to get into the battle <laughs> and fight with He-Man's <laughs> minions. Some giant woman. <laughs> Toughen her up. <laughs> Yeah, she's like an she's like an Amazonian Amazon warrior. She's just all, I will destroy you all with my pointy pointy toes. <laughs> and then all my predator figurines and my WWF action figures, Hulk Hogan would jump on top and then and then, and then she'd do the splits and they'd all fall over. Yeah. <laughs> for a long time um <laughs> over and over anyway, again but uh, yeah i don't i don't, I don't want to ruin anything about barbie for anyone i just it was it was good it was fun it was enjoyable um it, it definitely had some messaging um and uh and and it you know i think it was totally well you didn't done do the barbenheimer experience you didn't do the back-to-back like everybody no, says you have I, to i can't i, I can't like get outside of the moon and wizard of oz where you only really <laughs> you understand them, oppenheimer yeah. once you're coming out of barbie and then if you watch them in the reverse order then you see it get a whole different message you're mm. making you, uh, that way if you get I, a splitting headache you're doing it right <laughs> <laughs> yeah if your you'll eye bleeds a little you'll wake up so um, much smarter the next day okay. um uh, Matlock, any other any movie suggestions for the uh, folks at home? Well, in uh, in place of a like one movie suggestion and talking about one movie, I'll just say I have a new friend and he's younger and he's been exposed to actually a lot of good movies. Like The Jerk is one of his favorite movies, right? But obviously, young people like they're not going to search out like cl- all the classic movies. So. Yeah, they're terrible. So what I've done is I've created a list of things to suggest to him, and I'll read you that list. Uh, the first thing I showed him was Freddy Got Fingered, um, because that is oh, probably oh, oh, the oh, most oh. important movie that I can yeah. show him. And Little Shop of Horrors were the two starters. It was like, you need to be my friend. You need to. It's my litmus test for friends. What's right, what are you so, saying? So this is, Matt, this is Matlock's recommendation list. Yeah, and feel I'll, free I'll put, to like, I'll put, put it yeah, on I'll the screen. Up, okay. I'll put it on screen as you do it. Yeah. You'll, you'll love this first one. Kids in the Hall Brain Candy. Okay. One of my absolute favorite movies of all time. All right. Last Man on Earth is a great show. I I recommend at least watching the pilot. The pilot itself is just like, even if you watch, don't watch the rest of the show. It's an amazing. Is that the Will Forte? Will Sasso? Yeah, Forte. Excuse me. Will Forte. Yeah, that was good. It was awesome. Yeah. Um, Happiness by Todd Solons (laughs) with with Philip Seymour Hoffman, I think, is one of the greatest dark comedies and one of the darkest great comedies. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, I, can, I was gonna uh, say it's one of the darkest comedies. Yeah, can I can I quote a line from that movie? Yes, yeah. it's okay if you are a lesbian. I like lesbian. Yeah, thank you. That's a great line. Here's here's the best line though, delivered by John Lovitz. Your shit and I'm champagne. Okay. Okay. By the way, <laughs> the beginning of Happiness, that's if you just watch that, just Google that John Lovett scene, if the opening of Happiness. It's one of the that's best the end of the moments. And, yeah. The, yeah, it starts yeah. out with him like crying and you don't know why. And she's like breaking up with him. And then he's bought her this really like thoughtful gift, expensive gift. And he gives it to her. And then she's like, I'll always cherish. And he rips it away. He says, no, <laughs> yeah. you won't. This is for the yeah. girl that loves me. And then he like rips it. So yeah. God, so, oh my God. <laughs> all right. Anyways, so conti- continue with Matlock's list of movie recommendations. I'll just shoot shows. him off now. Okay. Hudsucker yeah. proxy. Awesome. Hey, yeah. The man with two brains. If you love the jerk, yeah. it's, it's almost as good. Um, ah, same Grimm's writing team. Yeah. Right. I mean, immediately it's a great movie. If Charles, uh, in it. Firewalk with Charles me, Grimm. Twin Peaks, um, <laughs> the entire experience, Firewalk with me and Twin Peaks, but Firewalk with me in my top five movies of all, all time. Swiss army mm-hmm. man. If you Hell liked yeah. everything everywhere all at once, what? And if you haven't seen that, watch it. And if you liked it, Swiss Army Man, Evil Dead Two, Army of Darkness, and maybe Ash versus Evil Dead is fun as well. I'll go, tri- <laughs> yes. I'll go triple yeah. time. I'll finish up my list, and we can move on. Okay. Beefs and Butthead. Beefs and Butthead. Dirk Gently. True Stories. Barton Fink. Nothing but Trouble. MTV's The State. Reno Nine One One. All of Me with Steve Martin and Lily Tomlin. Basketball. Orgasmo and Cannibal the Musical. Crazy Ex-Girlfriend, one of my favorite sitcoms of all time. Space Cop by the Red Letter Media guys. <laughs> Deadwood, the amazing show. Cocksucker, cocksucker, cocksucker. Uh, the Dark Crystal, the movie and the show. 
Marvelous Miss Maisel, Top Secret <laughs> Airplane and the Naked Gun, Pee-wee's Big Adventure, The Jerk, MST3K, Nurse Jackie, Neil Breen movies, and Don Hertzfeld animations. I did not expect the list to be that long. I literally, <laughs> all we do is like YouTube shit and go like, oh, I gotta Oof. show you this, and oh, I gotta yeah. show you this, and the whole time I'm writing down shit to like, eventually like no, show no, it's it fine. Again, it's so. it's an excellent list it just yeah. I, I i thought of, i thought it was more like a top 10 but it turned into quite a top 100 you know so anyways you forgot to add anything starring richard jenkins there's <laughs> richard jenkins yeah that's right <laughs> that's right that's his specialty blending um all right, so uh, switching from movies to games, um, I, I know most of us have been playing Baldur's Gate 3. What do you think, Stephen? Uh, I think Richard Jenkins was amazing in a lot of <laughs> Baldur's Gate 3. Son of a bitch. He was in uh, Flirting with Disaster, an old 90s movie. Oh, I love the, that movie. Yeah, he yeah. was the one who said, can't catch the wind, as he was uh, tripping on acid. Is that the I, one I, where Lily Tomlin does acid, like while her kids are visiting, or like Lily Tomlin microdoses? No, Lily Dom, Lily Tomlin and Alan Alda play yeah. people who make acid who live in oh. the middle of New Mexico, and Richard Jenkins plays the um, gay FBI agent who's in love with his FBI agent partner, mm-hmm. and he's the one who gets act the the son Lonnie. Uh, accidentally doses Richard Jenkins' chicken with acid when he was supposed to dose um, Ben Stiller's chicken. Because oh. Ben Stiller goes to them saying, like, you're my real parents. I finally found you. And, like, the kid Lonnie, that is their other kid, is, like, super jealous. So he's like, oh, I'm going to fucking dose you out of your mind. But then the <laughs> FBI agent eats it instead, and he's like... Is it hot in here? It's, really <laughs> it's a great hot scene. in here. And he starts taking off all his clothes and they have to like try to calm him down. And then like by the next day, he's like running through the desert with his tie tied to his head going, you can't catch the wind. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's so great. Adam, were you so, the one who told me you dosed a, or was it you or someone you knew like dosed a police officer by putting acid on like the inside of their car door handle? Well, that's not I, I, I had heard that story, but I don't know that I actually know someone who did it or you not. You don't know that you did um, it? Okay. Yeah. That's evil. <laughs> For legal reasons, I do not know what you're talking about, <laughs> but, it, but it was great. Um, anyway. <laughs> great. great idea. Great story. I, 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 I do have a good Gaming story about acid. acid. What do you think? I was at, I was at a rave one time, <laughs> um, and uh, there was someone had a vial of acid. Um, and they do the eyedropper thing where they like give you a drop of it, you know, in your yeah. eyes. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, you can. I mean, Oop. it doesn't really matter. Right you do your eyeballs. mouth too, mm-hmm. if you're not an insane person. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so it, this guy had a vial of acid, and he was uh, a big group of people had centered around him and given him a bunch of money, and so he was just handing it to everyone who was handing it down the line, and everyone was taking a drop mm-hmm. from it, mm-hmm. and they were trying to kind of be surreptitious, so like, right. you know, doing this. And Did so, someone squirt the whole dropper full. Yeah, or it, yeah it, get, it gets around to this one kid who didn't know what was going on, and he just pulls oh, the dropper out and <laughs> sips it. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> oh, oh, oh man. No. He must have taken about 20, 25 hits. Wow, probably. And uh, the entire the entire no. group froze. Like uh-huh. eighteen people just went like. And they all slowly walked him to a hospital. <laughs> yeah. No, and, and so, now. <laughs> so the guy who the guy the guy whose it was is like, oh my god, and he ran over and he took it back from him and he like put it away. Uh, and then he grabbed the kid by the back of his neck and just hauled him off. And a couple of us followed, like, what's going on? He took him to a faucet. It's not just what you want when you're on acid. Someone grabbing and, you and okay. pulling you this guy, off. Yeah, like this, this guy was like an expert drug dealer because yeah. he knew what to do. So right. he took him to a faucet and me like rinsed his mouth and he like spit, yeah. spit, right. spit, swallow right. the spit. Mm-hmm. And like try to throw up, try to throw up, like yeah. get it out of your system. Like, yeah. Oh, and wow. So he probably, yeah, he probably saved that kid's life. However, <laughs> <laughs> he did not yeah. have a good night still. We yeah. ended up taking care of that kid for about nine hours yeah. um, while oh. he went through the ballsiest, biggest trip I've ever seen in my life. Jeez, and no. at the end of it, like the rave was over. This kid was still high. And we're like, none of us came here with this guy. We don't know him. Like, I feel <laughs> bad. But like, we, we did what we could. And so he dropped him off at his house. He lived oh, with his parents. Oof. So Here's... he had to do the, the walk of shame. Right. At a 45 degree angle. I'm <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Um, here's, what, go here, back. 
Here's yeah. what I suggest someone do if you <laughs> see that happen. You walk them to a hospital. You say, lay down here and just say help until someone comes. And then you run. Help. Help. <laughs> help. 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 What's wrong? I don't know. I don't remember. <laughs> help. <laughs> yeah, they'll figure you out eventually. <laughs> oh, dear Lord. Can you add, That's can you, so um, frightening. If, if yeah. you can, Adam, would you add like AI images of somebody on way too much on, acid? On 25 like, hits of acid? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dear Mid-Journey. <laughs> I, have I a, would like It's to... like asking Santa for presents. <laughs> Dear Mid-Journey, I have been a good uh, programmer. <laughs> and and good here's that now. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah. I, AI I would, art? Well, I was shifting it over to uh, video games, and I just was curious if like, your, your your favorite highlights, bugs, weird experiences, things you didn't expect from Baldur's Gate 3. Steven, you go first. Richard Jenkins has a storied <laughs> career. Fucking despise you. Um, I'm, he... I kind of want to ask, like, what video games, and I think anybody could answer this, what video games should you not play on acid? Is there I mean, a, a lot of video, you, anything story-driven. That you've played. You story. can play Tetris all day long, but don't play like I don't know about Tetris. I could like, see like um Tetris, yeah. Valley fucking you up really bad. Yeah. Tetris don't, would be perfect. It would keep you focused because you're yeah. it's something that you could do distracted. Somebody could be talking to you and you could be like, Yeah, I'm still playing Tetris, no yeah. problem, and I'm still mm -hmm. killing it. So But, but, but don't play perfect. like Ace Attorney or Right. <laughs> yeah, nothing that needs like oh, so much engagement. You would want something that's rote because I feel like, especially if you were like going into you know a bad place, uh, something kind of a rote activity like Tetris would help level you a little bit, help ground you, kind of you know. So, Whereas sorry, something else, oh. you're like, oh, I have to answer questions, I have to interact, mm -hmm. uh, like that's too much. So it's kind of subjective what the best acid video game would be, but I, I did have a follow-up question that's more the more for everyone, which is uh, what's what's just the first game you've played that like, blew your mind? That like holy shit, the future is now. Mm. Baldur's Gate three. What can I say? Yeah, I mean, by the honestly, way, this is sponsored yeah, by Larian. Everybody, yeah. Larian. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um, I'm giving I, us I eight dollars. Like I have had that moment, like playing Baldur's Gate three, where I'm like, this is you know, if we can make this like a benchmark. And then just the way the game was developed is the way that I think most art should be developed, where it was like a perfect storm of nobody giving them like an exact deadline, letting them like have as much time and as much money almost as they needed to develop what and make it like a perfectly rounded, perfectly like complete and and like you don't need add ons or anything. It's an amazing long ass game with tons of things yeah. to do so many different variants and everything to keep things interesting and make it replayable don't I, be it's evil. one of those yeah yeah i zelda. don't yeah there's a whole zelda. second half of the game you're missing but just don't be evil Z no, zelda uh, zelda was my first like top down game and my first like rpg kind of quote unquote like mm -hmm. so yeah zelda for me like i don't know if it blew my mind at first but i just slowly realized like oh this is a much bigger deeper game than yeah. i used to Yep. When yeah, Ocarina playing... of Time came out, that was like incredible with 3D Zelda and everything. So like when I was playing that as a kid, I was like, this is it. We're here now. <laughs> right. We're at a I new stage. I'm a, I'm a big fan of hand-drawn animation. Like Don Bluth, The Secret of Nim was one of my favorite movies as a kid. And so when I played The Curse of Monkey Island, to this day, mm. I think it holds up where it looks like you're playing a cartoon. Like everything in it, the the what you're doing, all the animations they did for it, hand drawn, like on. That's that's, that's pretty that's good. That's the one that that's the one that's done like in full blown an, like, like hand drawn Disney animation stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was yeah, that was great. Mm -hmm. I think like that was the first time I, I felt that they had really done they mastered like cartoon in game. Mm -hmm. You know, like where it feels like still feels like a game and not a cutscene, but mm -hmm. it still looks like hand drawn. It hey, Stephen, like you want something like a, before I cut you cartoon. off? <laughs> no, I don't think so. He's sorry about that. I wanted to answer yeah, no, the Zelda. previous question. Yeah. I just I just wanted to say uh death if you're into Stardew Valley, maybe don't try acid for the first time playing <laughs> Dead by Daylight. I would think uh, that might be a game that if you're on acid playing it for the first time and you know Jason or like the alien from Aliens yeah. is chasing. And, and you. any zombie or murder game is probably low on the list but you know what don't take my word for it do acid tonight <laughs> you know buy what? the game try you know what? it defy me 
I say, tell me in the comments whether you survived the night or not. Uh, Baldur's Gate like, Three is what platform is that on? Um, so it's been currently. out. It's been out for PC for the month. Um, it's coming out in about a week, I think, for PS Five. Okay. Um, and then later this year for Xbox and some other things, probably. Mm-hmm. Uh, Never for Switch. You'd, you'd um, it, it might come to Switch. Their, their last game, Divinity Original Sin 2, was was uh, very similar, and it was a great, fantastic game. And that, I believe, is available on Switch. So look at Divinity Original Sin 2. How long did it take to come out on 2. Switch, do you know? It took a while. It took a yeah. while. It takes a while. Yeah, I um, think that's what it is, is uh, Nintendo is typically the last to kind um, of get on board the last platform. that kind of shit because they're so proud of, like, all their own, you know. Ball, well, all their ball, own stuff ball, is also Baldur's very game. low low impact kind of on your system a pc game like baldur's gate it looks beautiful so you need a really high-end graphic card so even to put it on a playstation they probably have to downgrade it a little bit from a high-end yeah i'm sure i'm sure it's toned down a bit but yeah if you uh if you have a switch and you like the 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 bones of the game the framework the combat the way that it works is like 110 percent built on divinity original sin 2 so um original there's divinity original sin 1 and divinity original sin 2 but i think 2 is really the 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 fan favorite up until Baldur's gate yeah, Regardless, so, so here's, here's the story. incredibly similar to like Zelda. Like, I'm just looking at the well, website for Divinity Original Sin 2, all like the yeah. characters and the, you know, right. Um, it, it does have, ter- it does like have turn based combat. So, you like. Can I just you, jump you, in real quick with the, that's so cool. the, the quick history of the game is this company approached uh, Wizards of the Coast, who makes dun- who's made Dungeons and Dragons for the past 30, 40 years, saying, Do we, can we make a, a Dungeons and Dragons game? 10 years ago, they went to them. And Wizards of the Coast were like, prove to us you can do it well. So they made Divinity Original Sin, and they couldn't use the property or any of the licensing from Dungeons & Dragons, so they pretty much had to make their own Dungeons & Dragons lore yeah. and creatures and all that it, stuff. It was like their proof of concept. Proof of concept, sure. yeah. And then in two, within like a year or two, they made Original Sin 2, which was even better, and it was like highly praised. And then they went, Wizards of the Coast came back to them like seven years later and were like, do you still want to do a Dungeons and Dragons game for us? And they said, yes. So they gave them pretty much license to do, use everything from Dungeons and Dragons for the first, first past 30 years, build a game that uses the same kind of turn style, dice rolling, the, the exact well, RPG, rules, spells, the exact rules and spells and everything. So That's it's what like Baldur's it, Gate 3 is? Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. Okay. it's, it's, it's an unfortunate rigid, title for Dungeons yeah. & Dragons the game. You know, yeah. like it's, it's rigidly wow. based on the actual rules of D&D 5, 5th edition. Yeah, I've never actually played Dungeons & Dragons except for one time I, I played in college and I got weirded out in about 20 minutes and took off. I was like, I have to go. It always, it's um, always we, hard. We, we, and like, we if you're do not a one visualizing the all the stuff and you're not as into uh, fantasy elements, that. it's like hard to learn and hard to get into. But this is like a very good visual way to, like, Vanessa, my girlfriend, has the same issue. I can't like visualize all the stuff. But this game like visualizes it for you and gives you all the rules. Are not, you don't even have to have them explained to you. It just all works the way it should. We, I honestly think I'm the type of person who could be open to it and could work with it just fine. Uh, I think the circumstances of uh, the when I it takes a lot then, of investment. You know, it's hard to get four people together like on a weekly basis to keep continuing yeah. a campaign. It, gener- and... Generally, if you're looking for a game, you're going to have to be the one that starts it and runs it. Right. So I, that's what happened to me. Like the first game I started playing, I was DM. So like literally the first D and D game. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the, like the first game I played in, I was running, um, and I've mostly run games since then. But I will say, like I came into D and D late. Like I did, I played it like maybe 20 minutes in high school, like, like what you described, you know? Yeah. Um, and, uh, it was fun, but like, I, I never got into it. So I got into it about five years ago. And I do have to say, like, I am super duper hooked and addicted. And I, nice. I run a couple of games simultaneously and have for the last couple of years. Um, nice. yeah, it, it, it is fantastic fun. It is the grown up version of pretend. Yeah. That's why it's good. Yeah. Brings you back. And yeah. What, I, get, things... I hear a lot of the same thing from uh, a lot of people at, at my work that are into magic right now. Um, you know, it's the gathering aspect mm-hmm. of it that people really celebrate the most. Well, no, people who really are into Dungeons and Dragons and, you know, 
yeah, we, people who are all kind of like-minded and into fantasy type of stuff anyway, get to hang out for hours on end, just, mm-hmm. you know, talking about stuff and then they get to play this game while they're doing it. So even great. if you've never played or have no interest in Dungeons and Dragons, like, and, and people who didn't even know it was Dungeons and Dragons are loving this game and going like, holy shit, like, I didn't even realize yeah. that's what it was. So it's, it's really like, I mean, it's one of the biggest games to come out and like a real leap, but it's because they had... 30 years of a developed property to work with, right? Like every piece of lore that's been developed and all the books from yeah, Dungeons it's like, and Dragons. It's like the deepest with. history you could, you could ever ask for, for a game. Right. And then people like bought it before it was out. So it had all these beta testers, people playing the game as it was being made, telling oh, them like, years. I don't like this. I like this for like three years. They developed oh, a game wow. with the help of like a beta testing community, including me and Adam, you know, we didn't really chime in, but we tested it. And we played it as it was being built. <laughs> I'll include Joe as well. I know he oh, was Joe, part no, of yeah. Yeah. that early sure. access debacle. Yeah, but it was like, it was three years of going like, when the fuck is this game going to come out? It's been three years now. Is it ever going to yeah. come out? They keep like working on it. But really, it was like that whole time they were taking their time. They were listening to people who were going to play the game and developing it. Plus, it had such a big um, support of like community support that they were like, well, we got to make it really good. So they took yeah. their time and made it really good because it, it they took, knew it, took it had six, a ton of It took six play. years of yes. development, um, hundreds of millions of dollars. It has uh, like J.K. Simmons and Jason Isaacs as voice actors, like mm-hmm. like like premium. That's impressive. Hollywood grade actors. Who does J.K. Simmons play? I didn't even realize. I remember uh, hearing that. Ka- and I forgot. Catherine Thorne. Oh, cool. Oh, my God. I knew it. Yeah, the necromancer, the necromancer lord guy. That's um, awesome. Is J.K. Simmons. He's got some lines, man, which are some deep shit. They're great. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And Jason Isaacs, I actually I couldn't figure out who he was. Um, He's the other guy in that trio, the Orpheus or whatever, like not Orpheus, the um, anyway, in the tree, in the trio with Catherine, Catherine Thorne, there's uh, Oren is the female one. And the other guy. uh, uh, Yeah. Archduke Gus. Gorthak. Yeah, Gorthak. Something like Gorthak. that. Yeah, Gorthak. Gorthak. Yeah, um, anyway, so that that's is actually Jason from I- the Coneheads, I think. Oh, that's, that's not Jason Isaacs. <laughs> uh, Jason Isaacs is, uh, yeah, he was the captain in um, Star Trek Discovery for a season or two. Mm-hmm. Um, and, Back in the uh, day, he played the villain in a few things. Yeah, he's, he's done a lot of good villains, and he's kind of a villain in this, too. But um, yeah, just amazing, yeah, amazing level of detail, dedication, time. Speaking of which, I, not we're a wrap single up. bad voice actor either. Oh, like, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah I didn't, yeah. I didn't see, I didn't see one repeating. line where I was yeah. like, oh, they did film that in. And like, they got, you know, they populate a city in Act 3, so like you're walking by tons and tons of just random people that you can actually talk to, most of them, and they say something, and then they're yeah. just like saying random dialogue. It and, sounds and, like you're walking through a city and people are just... And no matter who it is, no matter like the, the final, like some dude in an alley somewhere, you click on him, not only does he have a voice line, but he's also motion captured and it shows like a close-up of that character saying right. the line yeah so it's not even just like playing it i mean it's like you Was see the actor captured? saying it. i mean i mean uh, i did i did face, i, I just just re- just read an article about body that motions were motion capture. i don't know about body motions but all all the voice acting was also motion captured yeah um, um so my we, last point my i just want to make a final point on it and that is that because they had six years to develop it because they didn't have most games would have like a one to two year deadline max and electronic arts or whatever coming down on them going like work more hours, work Crunch. harder, work faster. It needs to be out by this date. Now we've pushed it back. Now we've pulled it forward. You know, it needs to be out sooner. Cutting budgets and firing people left and right. And in that environment, you're not going to get a piece of art that was created by people who care about it. And especially when you have a bunch of like suits saying like, well, it should be should appeal to this crowd and this crowd, too, and make sure that you cut out this, you know, in in Baldur's Gate, you can be completely nude. You could run around the game completely nude if you wanted. I have penis. I have penis C. And by yeah. the way, Baldur's Gate 3 is the horniest game I've ever played. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You, can, not... you can bang just about every companion in the game. There's yeah. a, a sex speed run, which is about three and three minutes, 23 seconds. Wow. <laughs> to get Re- to late. I did it. Um, and you so, can have sex uh, with a bear, and that's great. Um, yeah. But so, my so, point oh, being, most art should I be remember made with... Your thing in the chat. Yeah. yeah, that should be that should be the that should be mm. what all art should be. All, every movie would be great. Every show would be great if it was like given to the creators and like they got to have as much input and time as they wanted. Obviously, deadlines are great for getting shit done. You don't want to just work on it forever and never put it out. 
but it shouldn't be controlled by people who are not creatives. The deadline yeah. shouldn't be set by non-creatives. That the the one other game that has been in development for I think eight years, coming out early access tomorrow, oh. is uh, Starfield. Starfield. Oh, it's not early access; it's full release. Uh, mm. I thought it was early, and then it full was like uh, in September fifth or something. But I was pretty sure it was full release. I think it's early for five days and then full. I think it's uh, early. Uh, maybe early just, just just PC pre-order. I don't think it's out tomorrow for consoles. Anyway. Tell, tell me and Steven and uh, Coulter uh, out the audience about yeah. Starfield because I, I'm not really interested. Uh, <laughs> I'm not really interested. Well, we got to wrap up here in a minute, but yeah, I'll, but I'll I... just say it is done by the same group that did um, Morrowind, Oblivion, Skyrim, Fallout, Fallout. 3, Fallout 4. Um, so Ooh. the people that brought you those big giant <laughs> open world games, <laughs> yeah, yawn. Um, <laughs> I'm even I'll be napping yeah. over here. Let us it's, it's their first. It's their first <laughs> new property done in like over 20 years, um, and it basically takes that formula of giant open world games to space. Um, yep. There's an entire part of ship to ship combat, of ship building, base building, um, world traversal. Ship uh, there, to there ship. Yeah. There are, a lot uh, riding on it. A yeah, lot there's of riding on it. Yeah, there's over a thousand planets that you can visit, and they're procedurally generated, so that you like you can go to each one and explore That's... it. Um, some of them are empty, but some of them are cool. Um, but yeah, so it one of those, pretty cool. So it's like No Man's Sky, where you can just like you could never explore all of the planets that the AI creates. Like it would no take Man's a Sky is, years is, to it, No Man's Sky is like game. theoretically infinite. This actually has a limit. It, it has a thousand planets. Okay. Um, so you can well, visit good. them all if you're bored. Because um, I'm a completionist. I like to see everything. So yeah. I might never leave that game and die of hunger. Um, but yeah, I, I really do recommend checking it out. Um, it has got a style been, that's been described as NASA punk. Um, NASA so punk. Kind of instead of cyberpunk or something like that. Um, it's, got, so it's, got a, it's got a cool visual style. It looks to be a massive, I'm massive tired. game. Are you tired, Steven? I'm, yeah. no, I'm enjoying this. I got yeah. my ship oh, to ship in. Yeah, oh, all right. yeah, no, that's been true. working on that. We're, we're well over time, yeah. so thank you, everyone. We have been the Podcast Wreckers. You can find us online at podcastwreckers.com or on your podcast platform of choice or in your food. Just Guys, thank you to our hosts, Stephen Thomas, Matlock Zumsteg, Joe Kroll, and myself, Adam Aragon. We're the Podcast Wreckers. Good day, goodbye, good hell. Saturday.